Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. This is episode 171 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. It's Simon here. It's Laura. Hello. Over there. Just a little bit about the vibe, the mood, the aura (laughs) of where we're at today. I don't know what, do you know what day it is? 18th, Wednesday the 18th of October, 2023. Yeah. It's raining, I think, outside, spitting. As you may be able to tell from my voice, I am at death's door, hashtag man flu, feeling absolutely rubbish. It's the worst, isn't it, man flu? You've had a lesser version of this over the last few weeks. (laughs) Betsy Pearl's had a lesser version. Of course, of course we have. No, well, you were poorly... I don't know if I mentioned it on the last one. No, no, you didn't. You didn't hear it that I was poorly. That's Did the difference. Not? No. Well, obviously it was a lesser version. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I get on with it. I'm striving to be here. Even yeah. Though, and what I'm trying not to do is sniff, you know, because I've got the sniffs. Oh, do you know what? I hate a sniffer. Oh God, it's annoying. But you know when you've got it? I know. Even the cough, oh, I hate sorry, the cough. Sorry, it nearly made me gag then. Betsy, poor thing. I mean, she has oh, done amazing. So she... She has been ill for about the last three weeks. Normally, this first term, she has so much time off school and she has done so well to keep going in. And she has got the worst cough. It's a proper hacky cough. She's not had a single day off school yet. No. And she's been ill for, I would say, three weeks at least. Well, every week bar the first week, I think. Yeah. And back in Dubai, she, she missed so much school. Yeah. Because the school didn't really want them there when they were poorly. I don't want to start with the C word this early on. Everyone who's been listening recently <laughs> thinks it's going to be the category A. But 
I do wonder about COVID because I've heard so many people. No, talk yeah, about it's it. definitely it's definitely on the rise again. Yeah. Well, it's I don't know if it's on the rise or whether it's just it's just no, never really gone has it hit here in the UK. But I've had the bad COVID. Well, I, I, mind the good I COVID. think I had COVID again recently because yeah. my smell. It's oh, well when we had when you and I had COVID really badly the first time. Everything tasted and smelled of yeah, metal. Yeah, I lo- and I lost my sp- smell for quite a long time. Yeah. And the first sign for me was not being able to smell Marmite, and I knew. <laughs> that's a big one to lose, because yeah. that is a strong smell. Yeah, but this time, it's gone the other way where, well, I don't say this time because I didn't know for sure I had it, but my smell did something weird, and I could smell things really strongly. And I'd be saying to you, oh, my God, to the point where I was um, having to cover my nose. Yeah. Because smells were so strong, like the smell of damp wood or something like that. And you're like, can't smell it. Can't smell it. Well, another symptom of what's up with me, as well as the headaches, the chest, the cough, the sniffs. Yeah. I cannot stop weeing. Slightly would blame this on temperature, the the severe drop in temperature, but also I am just weeing all the time. I don't think that's down to your cold. It is because I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it a week ago. It wasn't a problem a week ago. I literally, I get up in the morning, let's not delve into this too much, but toilet break. I walk Charlie. Yeah. Toilet break. Before I get take Betsy to school, I try and get every bit of liquid out of my body I can. Mm. Because, as you may be aware, very difficult to find a good public toilet in London. I know a few. Yeah. So then I get off. Two trains into London. We walk from Marble Arch to Betsy's school, 10 minutes. Drop her. And then I have to go via a Starbucks. There's a Starbucks where you can (laughs) sneak into the toilet. And the staff are very lenient about making you buy a product. Yeah, so you think think now they know you? You I've got a feeling if I worked behind that counter... You think tomorrow you're going to get morning, sir? Yeah. Toilet's downstairs. Morning, Mr. Weak Bladder. Well, it could be that you're drinking a lot more. Well, this is the WFH, isn't it? This is the work from home problem, which we might get onto. A lot of tea being consumed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know this because of how much I'm emptying the dishwasher of cups. It's like a pub. <laughs> well, and I think it's because it's kind of gone wintry and but warm drinks. I'm busting for a wee right now. I'm genuinely thinking about pausing so I can go and have <laughs> one because I'm at the uncomfortable stage. Well, you need to be careful after what you had before. It's not that. Trust me. Then I just couldn't go. I felt like I feel now, busting, nothing's coming out. That's what I had before. Yeah. That's why I had to go into hospital. What I've got now is I am not going to make it to the bathroom and there's going to be a stain on my trousers. <laughs> but I was listening to The Rest is Politics with Alistair Campbell, right. former spin doctor of the Labour Party. And he said, Tony Blair, when he had a big speech to do, yeah, wouldn't go to the bathroom before... So Tony would go on stage in my current condition, busting for a piss. Right. And it gave him a sense of urgency and a sense of, you know, get up and go sort of. And I would think to myself, what a risk you're taking as a politician. Yeah. That you're going to do a And he wore grey suits, didn't he? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he wore grey. But regardless, you don't want to be stood behind a plinth thinking, I've mistimed this. I can't stop this speech. It's televised. It'll be all over papers. You know, Tony Mr. Wee Wee. Yeah. 
that is not an approach to life. I'm quite good at holding it in. Fine, I, I am. Under normal Apart circumstances, from I am. When I'm jumping. Well, that's your age, isn't it? That's your age and kid count. Yeah. If I'm at a gig, that's my worst. If I've been drinking and I'm at a gig and I'm jumping, that's a bad combination for a lady. I mean, the, the sentence, a bit of we came out, is used quite regularly. For me? Yeah. Well, normally if I'm drunk or, or a sneeze, a sneeze. Yeah. And you know how like, comfortable you are in a relationship when that sentence doesn't matter. Well, squeezing your pelvic floor while sneezing is quite a tricky thing to do. Because like, you'll shit yourself. No, not shit myself, piss myself, my pelvic floor. Well, what are you talking about, squeezing to stop a wee coming out? Yep, squeeze, like... Well, what's the pelvic floor? It's in that area, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not... not. I mean, you are squeezing your backside as well, but it's it's not to keep the poo in, it's to keep the wee in. Like, when you when they tell you after you've had... Yeah, but if, you, if you're squeezing the front to keep the front in... But when when you've had a baby and they tell you, do pelvic floor exercises, it's because of the weeing. Yeah. I've seen the tenor lady ads. I know it happens. Yeah, well, I'm not there yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go. Are you I... taking your mic with you? Or... No, I'll just put some elevator music on. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. I've walked 15 steps and I can't breathe. But I'm back. Apologies for that. That was quite a quick weave for you. I know, and now podcast proved three hours long. You're coughing every 30 sorry, seconds. Sorry, sorry. See, I'm holding all that in. I'm holding me sniffing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, poorly. And the temperature drop. It, it happened overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as we've, we've talked about this, how it's been really unseasonably nice. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that really hot September. The first half of October, I would say, was good weather. It yep. got a bit cooler. Yeah. But then last weekend, yeah, so it somebody dropped. flicked a switch. I walked Charlie at night. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I know, but it made me really happy for some reason. But I was like, I can't believe it. Felt like proper winter walking your dog on Christmas Day winter. Funny, funny that it made you happy. Got my phone out. Three degrees. And then I thought, let's look at tomorrow morning because I take me biking every day. Mm-hmm. Seven o'clock, three degrees. Eight o'clock, three degrees. Nine yeah. o'clock, four degrees. And I'm like, fuck that for a game of soldiers. I'm not cycling in that weather because I was getting a bit poorly by this point. So I think that's another reason because the cold makes you wee. That's not a myth. Yeah, yeah. So we woke up that morning and the first thing I do in the morning is take Charlie, the dog, and I walk outside and our car has got a frosted window. <laughs> it's funny this, because when you said about the frosted window and there was ice on the table and you were all excited and yep. you're like, Betsy, Betsy, come look at this. There's actual ice, which obviously yep. Betsy has never seen ice from the weather before. Yeah. Obviously we've been in Ski Dubai and we've been to Finland, so we've seen snow. But what I mean is she's never been in the UK with the windscreen. Yeah. For me, I got... The absolute dread. This isn't what I have really not been looking forward to because I hate being cold. I hate that winter feeling. I hate that thought of de-icing your windows. And the same day I came back and it was grey, but not like grey when it's raining, that kind of dark and mysterious. Like it's got, yeah. a, it's got a different kind of feel. Yeah. 
And it, I walked back and it was like five o'clock and it was like that. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. Yeah, oh yeah. See, this is the weird thing between the difference between me and you. And I know we joked about it from the first time we talked about moving back to England is this is the bit you hate. Mm -hmm. But for me, all these experiences are like, you know that new bedding feeling? You know when you put new bedding in or, or when you get into bed after you've been on holiday? Yeah, yeah. Your own bed. Yeah. That excited feeling. Yeah. It's so weird. And you won't be able to relate to this, I don't think, unless you've lived in a hot country like we have for so long. But putting gloves on is making me so excited. The, <laughs> the smallest of actions like that, putting gloves on, because it's like, I've won, it's protecting me, it feels nice. Yeah. We put the radiators on the other day, it's a new house. I mean, it's not a new house, it's a new house for us. And I said to you, if the temperature's going to start dropping, we should check that they're all working. Yeah, before lasting. people start going, what? It's too early for radiators? Well, I don't think it is for a lot of people. But well, I don't know. I think at the minute... People are, yeah. people are not turning them on until they really, hey, really need I'm to. I'm sitting in here in a long sleeve thermal vest and big furry slippers. So we were just testing them. Yeah. I have not felt a hot radiator <laughs> for nearly two decades. And the excitement I felt, like the gloves, like which is a nothing. Yeah. I, I was so excited. I guess at the minute everything is new and it is kind of like that honeymoon period of it all. So it's not filling me with dread as much as it does when you actually live in it day in day out so because yeah. it's quite new at the minute and it was funny the day we had the radiators on she had a shower and I put her towel and her oh my god I did that pajamas on the radiator which my nan used to do for one me one of the greatest feelings yeah ever and she came downstairs and she went mommy oh my goodness it was the nicest thing putting a warm towel around me and then like warm pajamas on. Thanks so much. Exactly. And I was like, it gave, that gave me a little smile. What it, a lush it feeling. It did remind me of when my nan used to do it for me. Because my towel just never seems to dry. You know, if you're showering every day in England and we have the bathroom op window open so the bloody cat can get in, the towel just never dries. Yeah. So the other day when we tried the radiators out, to have me towel warm, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, these little things. Yeah. If you don't live in London, Londoners will know this. In the summer, the tube is a hot, horrible, sweaty place with a lot of different fragrances. Yeah. When it gets cold like this, you walk into the station, you get on that first escalator and you feel the temperature change. Yeah. And it's the same coming off. Oh, yeah, you can feel that wind hit you, can, hit you as you're coming yeah. back up the stairs. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Do you know what I feel like? I feel like... My senses have been dulled for the last 18 years and my senses are all back alive. Yeah, but I also don't like having to bring a coat, hat, gloves. You know, it's like you've got to take everything wherever you go. But Oh, see, I like that. I feel like every trip I'm going on a mini holiday. <laughs> when I take Betsy in the morning, it's like I have this little book that I've got. I mean, I have my pen and my book for ideas. I have my phone. I have my headphones. I have my gloves. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. She's <laughs> shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy Pearl had the flu vaccine, which to some people seems controversial. Well, but, I think any vaccines are controversial, aren't they, these days? But listen to this. It's not even a needle. No, Surely. for kids, it's just a puff up the nose. Yeah, which I had no idea about. For me, last year, like I say, Betsy had nearly the whole first term off with throat infections. Then term two, she got really bad flu. And when I took her to the doctors, because it just, again, it wouldn't go away. And I just said to him, look, she's been ill nonstop and... 
he said to me, have you had the flu vaccine for Betsy? And I was like, oh, I didn't realise kids had it. Because back when we lived in the UK, it was given to old people. Nobody else really got it. I was flu man, remember? I was the national face of flu. You were. (laughs) I taught in schools and as far as I was aware, the flu vaccine was never given to children. But now it's a thing where they give it to kids. And he said to me, this year, this was last year, um, there was a particularly bad flu. I've given it to my children. I thought, and he was, you know, he was a British doctor. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it must be okay if a doctor's advising that he gives it to his own kids. And the NHS recommends it. Obviously, they want less people in their hospitals and things like that. But what I would say is I think she did have the side effects. Whilst I'd say she still is. Well, I don't know. if I think she was... Probably he knocked her right off her feet. Yeah, she she felt fluey for the next couple of days. So last weekend we had a we had a home weekend. Films, duvets, films, food. Back onto me being poorly. Last night, yeah, I was feeling really sorry for myself. I felt so down. We went to bed relatively early for us, mm-hmm. and you know when you just want to get in bed, get under the duvet, and have a nice sleep and feel better. And last night I did the Vicks trick. Now yeah. I've heard people talk about this. Yeah, I've heard women talk about slathering the feet in Vaseline. I wonder what you're going to say then. Right? And then putting socks on to smooth the skin on your feet. Oh, well, that, yeah. I've I've heard if you rub onions on your feet, you can taste onions because it travels up through your body. Yeah. Last night, I did the Vicks trick. So you went down the bottom (laughs) (laughs) and you put some Vicks on my feet. Yes. Which was torture, by the way. And I feel like you take a little bit of delight. No, I don't. Because me I'm scrum. literally just rubbing it on your feet and you're going, you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Stop it, stop it. I'm like, I'll kick you in the face. What? I'll what am I doing? Stop tickling me, I'll kick you in the face. Which I wasn't, I, you know. Well. I don't know whether this trick works. I've heard lots of people say, do it. I just think it's a bit of a Well, I don't know tale. if it's that my illness has reached a nadir, a plateau, a peak. But last night, you put the Vicks on my feet, then I put some socks on. And yeah. I cannot sleep with socks on normally. Yeah. And then you pulled out an old vest from your one of your drawers. Yeah. And you put Vicks on that and sort of wrapped it round my nose. So I'd got Vicks little, at both ends. Yeah, a little comfort blanket. And let me preface this by saying, when I say I've had a good night's sleep, I'm not talking about a good night's sleep like you might have or the, your normal person who gets up at 10 or at midday and they're like, oh, God, what beautiful, feel, feel like refreshed. If I sleep through till 5 a.m. from 11, 12 o'clock at night, yeah, that's a good night's sleep yeah. for me, right? And I did last night. That's good. So I don't know if it's down to the Vicks. I don't know if my body's just <laughs> dead. But the Vicks trick seemed to work. That's good. Now, on to a bit of telly. Go on. We've finished the final series of Ghosts. If you've not watched Ghosts, what a great bit of telly that is. Yeah, it's a weird one, Ghost, because... When we first started watching it, I've not watched Horrible Histories. Because yeah. well, I've seen the kids' the old, TV show, right? Well, and again, the kids loved it. With teaching, you show it in class. So I'd never had a reason to watch it. Yeah. So when Ghost first started, it was like, oh, we'll watch it for the kids. Well, I am in. Well, and it seemed a bit low rent, you know, like yeah, a little bit. And, and I'll tell you but what. But it's become really popular. Over the last few series, that program has had me on the edge of the emotional cliff. Yeah. Teetering on falling into the valley of tears. It's very clever because you do become attached to these non... Yeah. And the cartoonish. Well, dead. It's not, yeah. It's not even like you're watching a drama. There are cartoonish characters. I'll a stereotypical you. caveman. The... Who talk? I can't do it. I can talk like him. Talk slow, Dad. 
I, if ever they wanted to replace him on an audio recording, I could do it. He's my favourite. But the way they rinse the emotion out of a scene, and I wonder if it's you thinking of your own mortality, because they've all, they're all aware of when they passed yeah. and, and how they passed. And, they, and it's just... And it's very, like, it's mostly done in the same three or four rooms of the house. So they don't, very, very occasionally, do they leave the house. Yeah. So it's and one that of the, feels weird. Yeah. Whenever there's somewhere... Because there was an episode where they explained you can't go past a certain point. Yeah. But look, uh, what a great show. No, if you've not seen it, it is, and it's an easy watch, and you can watch it with the kids, or if you've not got kids, you know, I think it's just an easy watch, and you'll be... I think the first few episodes you might think, it's not that great, but then you'll, you'll find yourself in it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Speaking of ghosts, another TV show recommendation. Yeah. Uncanny. Yes. Which is a podcast made by Danny Robbins. He's had other series. He's, he's a journalist and he's done other podcasts. He's done whole series about, I think it was the Battersea Poltergeist. He did or something like that before he started doing Uncanny, which is a compilation of people telling ghost stories. Right. It's just so well done. I don't believe in ghosts, as you'll remember from our ghost episode, uh, <laughs> when we outed your mum's bullshitting. But if I listen to his podcast yeah. in bed at night, I'm terrified. I'm seeing shadows move. Yeah. I, sometimes I've had to switch it off. Well, the TV episode, the first one we've watched, I'm on the fence about ghosts because I've had a couple of experiences, not seeing anything, but I've heard stuff. It was very convincing. And the research... It's I, been done well. It's not your Yvette fielding. Oh, what's that other one where you, there's like three or four yeah, of them? Yeah, you know when they're in an house and it's a night vision camera and they go, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Some I, Someone said, you idiot. I'll you never... Idiot. You idiot. That kind of television Ugh. I won't watch. They're absolute rubbish. But this... Like, cause I, I got the opinion that he doesn't believe in ghosts. But he says he wants to see one. Oh, but now, don't we all? Yeah. I, I mean... I'd like conclusive evidence. Because he doesn't believe in ghosts, is, is he wanting to believe? That's the thing. I think he is. But then, like I said, it's very convincing. I, I'm looking forward to the next episode. That's on Friday nights. Shall I talk about... Something we found out a couple of days ago that's kind of a bit spooky. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do the backstory of how we always seem to be accidentally near where serial killings have happened? Yes. So my mum caught the bus in Sheffield. Yeah. Every During the Yorkshire Ripper's reign, yeah. my mum caught the bus where the Yorkshire Ripper was eventually captured. Literally, yeah. you could spit from that bus stop. I don't know why you would, but you could spit from that bus stop <laughs> to where he was arrested. Yeah. So that's evidence number one. Yeah. Evidence number two. When we were in 
Hill near Beverly. A couple of years ago, 2000. Bringing Leo to university, yeah. yeah. 21 it was. And we talk, we've got an episode where we talk about it. Uh, we talk about Fred West. Because we happen to be staying in a farmhouse. We're staying in a, what do you call it, a cottage. Again, a stone's throw, we would later find out, from where Fred West allegedly buried about 30 bodies. And supposedly they're still there. Yeah. And we were looking at how could we buy this house Without knowing. Prior to knowing this. And the coincidence was, we thought about buying the house, and that night there was a documentary on TV about Trevor McDonald about that house. I mean, it was the freakiest thing. It was so spooky. But here we are now. We're in London. London. No no killings have happened in London. Obviously, you've had Jack the Ripper, stuff like that. But we're just in a nice suburb. We're just down the road from a really nice suburb. Yeah, and I'm on a couple of the... Facebook pages when we were looking to sell and yeah. buy some bits when we were doing the house. And I, I just scrolled through it and I saw somebody say, can you believe a shop's been broken into in Muswell Hill? You know, for such a lovely area, that's such a shocking thing to have happened. It's known to be quite a posh area. Posh area. It's Well to do. Yeah. It's five minutes up the road and someone put, well, I wouldn't go as far to say that. I mean, look at Dennis Nielsen. And I was like, what's that about? Then I Google Dennis Nielsen, yeah. Muswell Hill. So you remember the series recently on um, ITV, ITV where Des, Des where uh, what's his name, Dave, Doc, Doc David True. Tennant, yeah. yeah, played him, and it was really incredible. Like, yeah, dark. So many people watched it. If you Google it, it says he's the Muswell Hill murderer. I was like, WTF? He was sticking him, chopping him up, sticking him down drains, literally where we walk the dog. Yep. Cranley it, Gardens, it's called. I've got to go for another wee. Sorry. Are you serious? Incidental music's on again. At this, <laughs> at I'm that sorry. point. I've got to go. You're right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but you tell me that that's not poorly. Poorly. I don't wheeze. think. No, I don't think it's poorly to do with cold and flu. I think. I think something else going on. I think you need to go get checked. It's poorly wheeze. I know what poorly wheeze are. I've had them before. I mean, and you should have seen that, the clarity. I mean, I'm talking like a diamond expert here. As in the wee was clear? The clarity of that wee. Right, I've not had my vitamins today, so it's normally fluorescent you know yellow. That wee looked like Voss. It looked like <laughs> posh water, like Perrier. Do you know what fizzy. I once read? That when you've go got on. a cold, you know how you blow your nose and you can get snot? Yes, of course. I read that it also comes out of all your other orifice. The mucus? Yes, during like if you've got a heavy cold it comes out of like when you're having a poo it might be a bit mucusy or... oh my god we can't get through an episode can no we? sorry sorry so back to dennis nielsen who you know our friendly neighborhood serial killer up the road yeah so his house or the house that he got caught in when he was flushing the bones yeah is just up the road so me being me i am gonna go and have a look at that it house. knows it yeah yeah i think it's one of them in it where you've got to do... The Fred West one was in the middle of nowhere on a really weird country lane. But haven't they taken that house down? I'm oh, sh- no, no, Fred's actual house. Oh, because sorry. We, again, oh, yeah. When we went to Gloucester, we didn't realise until after we left, we parked on the, on sh- the back of his house. Yeah. but, but <laughs> It's no longer there now. It's a, it's, a, it's a... I am so surprised that this house is still here. I, I would have thought it would have been one of those that... Would you live in it? No. And how's that nice? I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful house. Yeah. It is no, seconds no, no, from no, no. Highgate Wood. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I could. Could you? Yeah. No. See, if there's going to be ghosts, 
there, there's somewhere. I know, but you know, this is the... Th- right, like, back onto it very quickly about ghosts, because I was thinking this when you said it, is if there's one ghost, everybody should be a ghost. And I don't like this thing of it's people with unfinished business, because all that is is that's people projecting their ideas of what a ghost should be. If there's one ghost... Everybody would be a ghost. Yeah, I understand that. And that's, I get that. So I think in Dennis Nielsen's house, it's not going to be a, a bunch of young lads in flares and jean jackets from whenever it were, late 70s, early 80s, with mullets. Yeah, but when you went to sleep at night, you'd be thinking about it. You couldn't not. If you had a ghost, what kind of ghost would you want? A classic, like one that looks like Shakespeare or one that looks like Queen Victoria or something. Can you imagine a modern ghost? <laughs> <laughs> what, that looked like Snoop Dogg or something? They just look like one of us. Yeah, yeah, or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't That know. would be a fun ghost it would, to have. It would, like, I was just imagining someone looking like Snoop Dogg, smoking a spliff. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was without even researching that we found out that Dennis Nielsen's yeah. within our area. So, something that we found out we have uh, in common. Really? That, that annoys, and well, I'm as surprised as you are, as you know, is... We have noticed a rise in the amount of people who have that thing on WhatsApp where you only ever get grey ticks. Oh, annoys me. Somebody I'm currently working with does it. Somebody we're doing something at the school with does it. Leo, our son, does it. So yeah. you never know if he's alive or dead. It's so annoying. Like, I mean, we've told Leo about it repeatedly. I wouldn't know why you wouldn't have that on. No, I mean... It's rude. You've consciously turned it off. What you're saying to people is, I don't want you to know that I've read your message. Yeah, because I've never turned mine on or off. Mine's just... So most people have the blue tick on. So you've consciously turned that off. And the only reason you wouldn't want people to know that you've read their message is because you can't be asked to reply. Yeah. Or you can ignore them or say you didn't see it. It's an excuse. You're rude... And you're lazy. Yeah. And look, sometimes I'll not reply to somebody for a few days or until the next day. Or... And I don't like that pressure, what you're talking yeah, about yeah. now. No, but I, I've, you get to feel I've bad. become a bit more relaxed in myself about that because I feel like we all understand that. We're all in that situation where sometimes, especially if it's a long message, you haven't got time or you get the message just as you're running out the door or whatever. So I get that. But it's sometimes... You've sent a message that's to do with something that's happening that day. So yeah. I'll say to Leo, X, Y, Z, you know, I need to know this, blah, blah, blah. I don't Leo, know if he's read it. Leo doesn't reply for three days yeah. anyway. It's crazy. And then all of a sudden, he'll reply to all of us. Oh, this is his move. Yeah. His move is to send a short reply, normally with the same words, to me, you, Honey and Betsy. Yeah. But now then that... what's really annoying is I've, I've already sent him about five different messages and yeah. I'm only getting a reply to one of them. If you're in that situation where you've had to send a second message, when they reply to your second message, but they don't answer your question from the first message. Yeah, because you've only that... sent them that second message because they've not replied to the first one. I find it infuriating. Yeah. I have applied for so many jobs, right? And no, I'm applying for jobs that are well within my range. You know, when they they put the requirements of what's needed for the particular job or must-haves, I've ticked every box plus more. I'm not... Oh, the ladies. Lollipop lady. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm... I'm applying for jobs that I know I can do that are, you know, whether it's within my teaching, my me creative content it's things but any and some of them are combined but anyway i have not been shortlisted not even shortlisted for 
any job. And it's so demoralizing because I don't know what I'm doing wrong to the point where I ask you to check over my statement, my CV. And then, you know, when you get the thing, the job specs, I'm making sure I'm covering everything and more. Literally, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. All I can think of is that I am too old. Well, you are getting on a bit. <laughs> no, but Sorry. seriously, I, I, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm the perfect person for all of these jobs because, you know, I, they're looking for somebody in particular, obviously. But to not get shortlisted for any of them, it's just like, wow, what am I doing so wrong? And I'm not even applying for jobs out of my reach, but also jobs that are paying a lot. These are low paid jobs. That in itself is crap. I'm already, I think I you know, already talked about how lost I was feeling as a mum. And then I'm like, okay, now I need to earn some money. So I need to find myself a job and fill some of the hours that I have. At the minute, it feels like, well, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get there? So yeah, I've been in a pretty foul mood for about a week now. And you start to lose confidence in yourself. Yeah, and you, obviously. it's a weird place to be because obviously the more you more you feel like that the more i just want to hibernate i just want to wrap i'm still in my pajamas yeah. i want to wrap myself in my duvet and not get out of bed that's how i'm starting to feel yeah. which yeah. i know sounds a bit well, dramatic depression. yeah no 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 anybody who's listened to this knowing the big move we've done knowing the kids have moved away knowing the situation we're in living where we're living paying what we're paying you know yeah without a bottomless supply of money it's understandable yeah it's totally understandable and yeah, it's a very difficult one to help you with because it's hard to watch because I think any of these people you're applying to just don't know what they've missed out on. Anybody who's worked with you or anybody who's, you know, you and I have worked closely together with everything we did in Dubai. I know what people are passing up on. And I get that. Obviously, I think both of us are like that. Once we both, whatever job we have, whatever work we have, you and I are really hard workers and we put our yeah. all into it. That's just the kind of people we are. And, you know, I know there's lots of people like that. So it's not even just about that side of it. It's just that thing of, on paper, my CV, I'm I'm pretty experienced. Yeah. I've yeah, got yeah, yeah. a lot of qualifications. I've, you know, had numerous different jobs. I've, I've got a lot of skills, blah, blah, blah. I'm just getting knockbacks after knockbacks. What, are you, are you needing a wee again? Yeah, I've got to go. I'm sorry, I didn't no. want to put in. Right, let's finish the podcast before you go. Let's not. Really? Yeah. Okay. That... I'm sorry. Because, no, because I didn't want to end on that because you were just having a really serious and I'm there thinking, oh God, I've got I've got a button here and I've got to say I've got to go to the toilet again. No, it's fine. It's fine. But you're going to, you're going to soldier on, right? <laughs> no, because I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't want everybody worrying about you. No, I'm a... I'm worried about you. That's my job. Yeah. You know, and you, by the way, let's be honest. It's me that you're taking it out on very heavily. And that's hard. But I totally understand it. And then whenever I say that, you go, no, you don't understand. But no, I do. I'm very, I'm very tearful. I could be watching a programme and I just think it because every time I hear James Blunt's new song, yeah. I'm wanting to yeah. cry. Oh, but this is the thing. I think you've been, you've been poorly as well. Everything's heightened emotions. Yeah, yeah, right? I get it. I get it. And you're allowed to feel shit about this, but you're allowed to take your time with it as well. I know, I get I get it, I get it. It's just, it's hard to see where I go from here. But when something does drop... It's making me miss my Dubai life. I know you hate morale boosting or everything will be okay messages, but it will. And at some point, it might be next month, it might be in three months' time, it might be in six months' time, you'll be working 
and this will be a distant memory. Yeah, and but it like it's not just about the work, is it? It's not just about the work because there's some jobs I really don't want to do. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm not being I'm not being picky because I'm not being I'm not. But I think after us having, I guess, quite a fun job in Dubai, and our children went to amazing schools. I've got to good at toilet. Right. So sorry. It's all right. You're on a flow though, and no, no, it's fine. It's fine, and I don't want people to message me and be like, "I hope you're okay. You'll get there. Something will land." Blah blah blah. I don't want any of that. Does that wind you up? Well, I mean, it, I'm surprised you've talked about it because it's good that you're being so open. No, because I feel like that's what this podcast is meant to be. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about a lot of the fun things. And if I'm not going to be honest, then this podcast is what yeah, it's, no, 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 what it's, it's meant to be about. Good, and yeah. So I could go more in depth, but I won't. But yeah, I don't really want to finish. On no. That. Do you want to talk about edible knickers? Yes, let's finish on that. So we watched Taskmaster last week. Yep. Taskmaster, great show, one of our favourite shows. And they did a task where they had to make a sausage and they were allowed to pick five ingredients and two of the comedians picked edible knickers. Yeah. I think it was Julian Clary's. Julian Clary's edible knickers, they're not his, but the ones he was provided with looked like the outer coating of a toffee apple. Yeah, you know, do you know those... Um, what are they called? The kids' like rolls thing. You know, you get them in... They're like... Gushers. Are they called gushers? <laughs> are they really? I to me, it are. just looked like a thin layer of toffee. No, but those really thick, like Chewy. strawberry, and they, yeah. they look like they should taste nice, but they're, they're they not very nice. And they basically look like big grandma knickers, yeah. pants, but made out of toffee, thin toffee. Yeah. And I have never seen or known about edible knickers. I know about them. You know about them. But I've never come into contact. I've never worn good, a pair. Good, good, good. No, I mean... I would hope you've never eaten anybody off them either. No. But that's not what I was expecting. You know, I was expecting a more lingerie look. Well, I think so was Julian Clary, to be honest. They were they were shocking. Yeah. I posed a question as we were watching it. Yeah. And I did point out I never, you know, if you had them on, they'd still be on. They'd pass the sell-by date, put it that way. <laughs> If you had to have some edible knickers, not for you to wear, for you to obviously eat. For me to eat. What flavour edible knickers would do the trick? Think about where they've got to be. What consistency? Mm-hmm. What would you have? Well, they'd have to be sweet. I wouldn't go for savoury. What? <laughs> 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 I mean, my first thought then when you said it is, what sweet and savoury? Pancakes. But then you don't want batter down there. No, no. <laughs> pineapple fritters and pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Yeah, chocolate flavour would be no good because they'd melt. Meringue. Oh, what about Turkish Delight? Turkish Ooh, Delight knickers? Yes. Are you just on about the pink or are you on about the brown as well? Here we go. <laughs> it's only taken an hour to get to are this Are you point. talking about? Yes, the pink. Just... The rose flavour. Just pink edible knickers not no, chocolate coating you can't have Turkish. chocolate to- coating because they'd melt yeah and then you'd have brown stains in the bed so that Ooh. wouldn't work that wouldn't be sexy so I think I quite like rose flavour so I I mean I like many cake flavours but I think yeah I'm going with Turkish Delight what about you I don't know because 
I could have onion bhaji, but uh, I wouldn't. It wouldn't put me in a sexy mood if I was. If it was sausage, for the meal, sausage flavors, sausage knickers. You're going for savory, then, are you? No, but what I mean is, if it was just, hey, are you hungry? I've got some edible knickers on. If it was, if the caveat was, we won't be having sex after you've eaten. You'd go I'd, for a full fry-up flavor. I'd like a meal. You're disgusting. I don't know what. Surely my rose. Scented flavored knickers is that sounds sexier. It's not a. I mean, I like Turkish, but I don't like traditional Turkish that you're talking about. So I wouldn't be that bothered about that. I'll tell you what would be good. Any cake flavor. Do you remember Ice Magic? What's that? It was an eighties thing, late eighties, and when you used to have your ice cream at home, your mum would get the Ice Magic out. I think that's what it was called, and it looked like a ketchup bottle. And yeah. it's either be caramel or chocolate. You'd put it on top of your ice cream. Oh, and it go hard. It solidify. Yeah, I used so to like you that. think, you know, I'm coming home. You're feeling in the mood. Yeah, but it, but you know I'm peckish. You'd have to freeze your your tuppence no, first. No, let, let <laughs> some come like that. If it works in the same way as it works on ice cream. Yeah. I assume the chemical reaction on ice cream is because ice cream's freezing. Yeah. Right. But if it worked like that on skin, that'd be an easy one to put on it. It'd look good, because ice magic always looked good on top of ice cream. Well, it would look like um, be armor, wouldn't it? And again, that's not a bad thing. No, no, it would look sexy. What did I think then? And imagine you... then it'd be like an Easter egg, what a, a fanny Easter egg. What about though sticking some? Uh, what? What's the... Hundreds and thousands. No, no, popping candy. <laughs> that would make so... make it fun. Popping candy, that would spice it up. It would. Or gin flavour, so then you get drunk whilst eating them. That would be fun too. Yeah. There's just some ideas for you to take away from this podcast. Yeah. Anyone uh, want to go make them, get on Dragon's Den, please give us a mention. Set up a TikTok. Yeah. All right. You're ill, I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs> the end imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.